On this week's episode of the Indie Center Podcast, we sit down with professional boxer and actor Chris Haney. But before we get into that, a word from our sponsors. I am here with a guest that's been frequent, uh, but it's been a year, man. I'm here with uh, Mr. Chris Haney. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I can't believe it's been a year already. Damn. I know, man. How time, time flies. flies. Time flies. Facebook reminds me of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I'm good. What you been on? Living life. Same old, same old. Just work, 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 really. <laughs> uh, working? You've been on uh, two projects as of lately, right? Yeah, recently in... Um, Filmed on this uh, this featured film coming out, uh, Concrete Rose. Ah, I've been hearing a lot about that one. Fucking, um, it's all over Facebook. People are posting their self videos, talking about it. Celebrities, you know, the guy from Friday. I've seen that shit. Okay, it's been going around. Man. I've, I've been seeing a, I've been seeing a lot, hearing a lot. I keep on seeing these actors popping up, sharing it. I didn't even know we're in it, and I'm like, oh shit, this dude's <laughs> in it too. Like, damn. But uh, yeah, and it looks good. How was it uh, being exciting. on set? I was good. Felt good. It was my <coughs> first time being on set in a long time, so it just felt good. See <coughs> cameras and shit again. Just, yeah. It just felt good. How was uh, how was your scene? Could you talk about that, or is that an NDA? What was that? Your scene. How was it? Uh, it was good. Uh, you know, yeah, I can't say too much, but I got to play badass. I'm used to that. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I and speaking of that movie, uh, Danny Villegas is in there. Enrique, Enrique Guzman is in there. There's a lot of talented people on there. Too. And, it uh, just keeps on popping up, bro. Uh, Wendy. Wendy's in there as well. She got to play as my, my older sister. She the boss. Nice. So, that was my first time working with Wendy, even though we've been on like a couple of the same projects, I think. You know, New Ties yeah, and yeah. Rap Mom and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we've never got to film together. Oh, so speaking this of, was the first time. Speaking of Rap Mom, the trailer just came out. That shit looked hype, man. I cannot believe that. I did not see that. You didn't see the trailer? Yeah. Dude, within like a day, it was like at five thousand views. No shit, dude. It's going. To, it was good. It's good. It's good. It got me hyped. Oh yeah, no, now hyped, I gotta man. see it. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Nah, yet. I know. No, nah, I've been too busy working, doing the boring shit. <laughs> <laughs> Time to enjoy anything. Nah, I must have missed that. Yeah, Am man. I in it? Uh, oh, it's garbage. I'm not in it. It's garbage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Maurice. Man. Yeah, sorry Maurice. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> And talking about uh, Maurice and uh, B-Side, you were actually part of a film flip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that experience, man. How was it for you? Man, it was exciting. Like I said, I've been so busy, so I I had to try to squeeze it in with starting my own business and all, so it was was a little tough, but uh, man, it was fun. It was exciting. You know, I got to partner up with Artemio. Artemio, uh, yeah. And uh, I haven't really got to work with him too much either. I mean, we've been on some of the same things too but we had to we had to come up with ideas and you know direct it produce it do all that good stuff so uh it was it was challenging but it was fun yeah i i really enjoyed it every time i was kind of like man i'm tired and we got to get this done this weekend and i don't even know if i have time and oh god and then i get there and i don't want to leave <laughs> like man let's do another one yeah. let's do another we got enough time to do another one because man we just had fun you're talking about those time crunches man like like everybody dreaded those we need an extension we need an extension on all the shit dude Man, it was, was tough, especially with COVID going on and like oh, nobody man. having to like being able to do a lot of shit. I still had no time to do anything. <laughs> it sucked, but uh, man, that was the most stress. Those eight days or nine days of the tournament, that was the most stressful I've ever fucking been in my life, man. 
I can imagine, bro. I could not sleep. Man, it was just so hard, man. Oh, God. But it was so worth it. We ended up uh, raising over $700 for nice. charity. It was great, man. It's really great. Everybody had a great time. You know, it was something new. And people are already trying to sign up for uh, season two. Sliding into Film Flip Inbox saying, oh, shit. hey, okay. Sorry, okay. okay. Well, yeah, it was it was exciting. Like I said, I mean, it was it was, it was no joke. Uh, <coughs> fun coming up with all these ideas and <coughs> putting your own twist on everything. I mean, it was talk it about, was fun. So, uh, twist. Uh, talk about your shoulder. What the? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> twisting my shoulder a little bit one day. <laughs> a little bit. So we gotta we gotta we gotta talk about this. Nobody knows this. This is gonna be an exclusive conversation. It's exclusive. Anybody who was on set that day, you gotta. Fucking tune in right now I'm, with my finger. Tune in right now. Cool so as hell. Every, everybody coming in doing their thing, you know, taking pictures and all. And I already got it in my head. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be funny because that's what I do. I'm either really bad or I'm funny. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to be a little funny. Nobody's expecting this. When I jump in this ring, I'm a good actor, you know. So I'm going to pretend like I'm not going to make it. I'm going to purposely fall over these ropes. So when they announced me to come into the ring, I purposely fell over the ropes. Now, everybody started laughing. Nobody was ready for it. Nobody thought I was going to do that. So because everybody thought it was funny, they were all like, man, man, I didn't have my phone out. I want to get that on camera. Can you do it again? Can you do it again? And I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do it again. So this time everybody got their phones out. And... Uh, Call my name out. I come over to do the exact same thing. Jump over the rope. Get my foot caught on the rope. Fall down. But, um, yeah, that second time I did it, <laughs> I didn't land right. I landed on my shoulder hard as shit. Now, I didn't want to let anybody know. I played it off like it was cool. But for anybody that thought I was acting a little funny yeah. later on in that day, uh, I thought I broke my collarbone. <laughs> I honestly got up, <laughs> smiled at everybody. They took their pictures. I walked outside. I called my wife and I told her, I think I broke my collarbone. I probably need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> She's like, you're kidding. I'm like, no, I'm fucking not kidding. I am 110% serious. I fucked up. <laughs> I've been in professional MMA and boxing fights and I ain't never hurt myself <laughs> this bad. I was, oh my God, I was in so much fucking pain. I just landed on it wrong. I didn't even, it wasn't even hard, far. It's just, oh God, I just landed on it you wrong. You played it off so well. I want, you, okay. I couldn't cry best in front of everybody. Award, shout out to Mario Cannon for winning Best Actor. Oh yeah, I saw film. the hell yeah, but man. fucking Chris Haney, you deserve <laughs> the best actor, supporting actor, everything for best that day. Stunt. Because you came up and you acted like nothing happened. You know I knew you were acting funny. I almost couldn't even lift up my arm, dude. <laughs> telling me, throw your arms up like you're winning. I'm like, oh, no. I was like, oh, God, yes. They're like, wow, Chris, you don't look very happy to have won. Oh, man. It, it sucked. Every time I had a break, I went outside, and I actually had uh, ice bottles of water that were frozen, you know, to keep, like, my lunch bag, lunch box kind of cold. 
and uh, they were covered, they were ice and shit. So every time you saw me go outside for like 10 or 15 minutes, I really went to my truck and was icing my shoulder, just praying that it wasn't as bad as it felt. Oh man, I was so confident Dude, I broke my collarbone. I was, and I felt something. I kept looking outside. I'm like, why? Why is this guy in his truck? What what's going on with Chris? Is he like for farting? Like does he have bad gas? What? I was over there crying, just nobody nobody saw. <laughs> oh man, I was like, all right, they might be catching on this stuff. Uh, better go back in there, play cool for another like 15, 20 minutes, and then go take another break. <laughs> Ice that bitch. Dude, you are one uh, bad motherfucker. Yeah, I ended up going to the emergency room and shit. Cause I like I told you, I swear I thought I broke my collarbone. My wife's like, you need to just go to the emergency room. I'm like, alright. And what and, was that uh, result? So I separated my shoulder. Well, which means like the muscle, my shoulder muscle that connected to my collarbone, the way I hit, it was just wrong. It pushed the muscle off of my bone. So it like separated the muscle from the bone. And uh now, if that was really bad, it requires surgery. They said it wasn't that bad. I can heal as long as and won't need surgery as long as I don't use it and take it easy. Do stupid shit. Yeah, so I did stupid shit the whole time afterwards because my job entails doing stupid shit. So like, I just kept on abusing the shit off, and I'm just thinking, like, man, I'm going to lose this arm one of these days. But And that, that's right. You injured yourself at the beginning of the photo shoot before your session. Yeah. So it was at the beginning. At the beginning. At the beginning. <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> I was so happy to be there. And then about an hour into it, I, was, I just wanted to leave so bad. <laughs> I got to go to the emergency room. Fuck, it sucks so bad, man. God, and we're going to have stupid. to show pictures, but... You were you were throwing your hands up. You had your hands up like you were boxing. Dude, I played it off so well. I was in so, so much pain. Well, cast him, people. <laughs> cast him. That oh, is insane. Fuck. I didn't even know about this until two weeks, or not, not even, probably like three weeks afterwards. You're like, dude. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody, bro, except for my wife. I didn't tell anybody. Like, nobody, bro. <laughs> I was too embarrassed to tell anybody. That's what I get for fucking playing around. It wasn't the actual time I did it. It's when everybody wanted me to do it again. Yeah. What is your take on the new uh, Holyfield and Tyson fight coming out? Oh, fuck, bro. I think Holyfield. Is it Holyfield? No, no um, fuck. Nah, um, uh, ah, fuck. Yeah, um, that guy. Roy Jones yes, Jr. that guy. So, Roy Jones, yeah. motherfucker. I think Roy Jones Jr. is on his damn fucking mind, bro. You, you don't think see he has, the has tank? a shot? Mike Tyson looks crazy, bro. I wouldn't fight that guy. Oh, man. Of course, I'm a lot smaller than him, but like, I just still, bro. Mike is one scary-ass old man, dude. See the way he hit the bags? You see the way he talks to Lil Boozy? The way he spoke to Lil Boozy and the way Boozy was responding. It felt like a father talking to his child. No shit. What were they talking about? I don't get it. Because the way Mike was questioning about Boozy's behavior, like why he thinks the way he thinks and why he talks about people the way he talks about people. And Boozy, he just looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> was this not something like... like it's, uh, it's on uh, Mike Tyson's podcast, okay. Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. <laughs> What the fuck Mike Tyson care about what anybody does, though? Like, he he's need to really, worry about his damn self. He's, I mean, he's all in smoking weed and, you know, spirituality. Oh, like, uh, so uh, he's, like, all about helping people get zen and peace and 
be at peace with themselves because Mike Tyson, he is the most disturbed person that there is. He, you know, he's, he's really uh, sensitive, you know, and he'll flip on a dime. So, you know, he needs to find... If, if Mike Tyson, if the baddest motherfucker that bit somebody's ear off in the middle of the fucking ring... If that guy could find peace, I would listen to what the fuck he has to say. I hear that. He has the answers. Sway doesn't, but he does. So I'm going to have to listen to him. <laughs> so, but, to, but the I... way Mike Tyson spoke to Lil Boozy, like, I was like, all right, <laughs> Lil Boozy can't talk shit no more. <laughs> nah. Hey, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see it, but I'm sure uh, Lil Boozy probably shit his pants then because... <laughs> Well, Boozy get his ass beat by fucking Mike Tyson. Just saying, no disrespect, but bro, you ain't no boxer. Just... Bro, okay, being you that a you, you're a boxer. If somebody were to come up to you with a blank check and say, "Hey, the check is blank. You fill it in," but you're fighting Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. I'll fight that guy. Like, I'll be rich in like two minutes. Like, bro, fuck yeah. But I've. I fought that Russian killer that one time and shit that was like, I swear, if he dies, he dies kind of attitude. So whatever, man. You've been knocked out once. You've been knocked out a million times. It's all the same. I fight my taxes for that much money. Is it the same? (laughs) Have you seen the way his opponents fall? Chris, are you happy being rich? No, no. This hospital that I live in sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't worth it. This hospital that I just bought with a check? Fuck. Nah, I, I don't know. Nah, man, Mike Tyson is a scary motherfucker. I'm not is lying, Is he bro. scary? Like, okay, he there's so boxers, scary. right? I wouldn't be scared of Mayweather, but I'd be scared of oh, Mike right, Tyson. right, I'd be scared of fucking, uh, uh, who's that guy that said he's willing to kill in the ring? Uh, that, that guy that's really uh, wilder? Oh, it's wilder. Uh, but Dante Wilder, that, that big black dude, right? But he got his ass beat by Fury the other so. Ah, I don't. I mean, there's big controversy. Nah, man, Fury beat this motherfucker. I don't. Bro. Have you seen the way Fury punches though? Yeah, he he's not the greatest he, boxer either. Oh, but you see, his it looks like his his wrist is broken, bro. Like it's not even a real punch. He's punching he, he with does the like fucking this, inside this, of the like, glove. Slap. Yeah, it's a little. It's weird. So how 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 does that work? You he, being in the ring, you're a fighter. How does that work? Nah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. I do MMA. We allowed to punch with elbows. Like, I mean, I ain't worried. But that's just. But that formation is that, that normal? Again, I'm I'm a, an orthodox boxer. So yeah. again, I'm not the one to talk to about like yeah. what's right or wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he throws kind of funny and shit. I don't know what his case is. It's almost a little damage. like girly. Is. But nah, I watched some highlights the other day on the on the second fight, and man, he well no the second fight they threw the towel in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, he was, bro, he was giving it to Wilder. Now, Wilder a bad motherfucker, but I feel like he hasn't fought any bad motherfuckers like Mike Tyson. Like, yeah. I swear, like, it's but, just... I mean, you got to think about the, the... The heavyweight on a different level right now. It is, but that's always, like, the comparison, like, with basketball, right? Like, Michael Jordan oh, right. and, and LeBron James. Like, LeBron James didn't have to deal with the 90s, you know, with, with, the, with the big teams of the 90s. Same way that Wilder doesn't have to deal with the... Fucking heavy hitters of the 90s of boxing. Yeah, see, what happens is usually sports progress, though. They get harder. You watch these athletes evolve. Like, it's like MMA was just a wrestler versus a boxer, but now everybody know everything. Shit just evolves. The best MMA fighter now could be could beat the best MMA fighter 10, you, 20 years think, ago. I believe think, so, yeah. Really? Yes, yes. We all adapt and shit. It's okay. not... Sports adapt. You know, football, basketball, shit like that. But... There's some things like like Wilder. I 
I, I don't think technically he's a great boxer. He's not. He's just big and strong as shit. He'd be just rocking people out of, you know, from like left field. But he's not technical. There's nothing like advanced about his boxing other than just, just a lot aggressive. of power, bro. I mean, but really that how much how much more would you need from that? That's what all my. It's Tyson working had. for him, but see, nah, but see, Mike Tyson. Look at his combos and shit. Like, man, the man had yes, technique. The moment the bell rang, he just wanted to fucking kill you. There was no game plan. The game plan was to knock your fucking head off of your chat, off of your head, right, off of your body. You know, so like that aggression that could be just enough that you need. Boxing's full of combos. Uh-huh. That's how boxing works, and that's why I'm not great with it. You know, I like to throw one punches, and it's like, oh, I got him. Throw another one. Uh-huh. Oh, throw another one. But real boxing, like, man, these boxers, they got four punches in their head already. They don't care if, if the first one lands or not. They already know what four punches they're throwing. It's, it's you know, jab, cross, hook, uppercut. Like Because that's what they do. That's what they do, and they do it so often that, like, they know okay, once this one lands, if it landed, the next punch is going to be this one because this is where his head's going. This is what's opening up. And Mike Tyson was great for that shit. If you watch, he had a, a he would always do a body uppercut or a body up, up a hook up high and shit uh-huh. with the same arm. And a lot of people didn't do it, but that was his shit. And he would always catch him on that second one. But he had so many more combos that it was like, yeah, one hurt, you know, he felt it. The second one, ooh, that was uncomfortable. The third one landed. The fourth one knocked him out. Dante Wilder, nah, it's that one punch knocks him out. It's never the third or fourth punch. He don't really throw combos. He's more of a just a come like, in, throw he's, hard he's, punch. He's, he's like a, a giant. Like a He's giant just an aggressive there, fucking just... bully, you know? But he's. I just don't think he... he I just don't think he evolved from those guys in the sport. Like, I just Talking think, about evolution, you know... When you look at the best fucking players or the best boxers of the fucking 1940s, 1930s, or wherever, wherever, they always look so frail. Like the football players, so skinny, so small, but they were the best. But you look at fucking today, yeah. What the, the chicken, whatever's inside this, these Tyson chickens that we're feeding the kids right. when they're little, right. look at what the fuck happened. Do you believe that... That's what I mean by evolve now... There are supplements involved in a lot of shit. I don't know. It's 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 a little strange that, uh-huh. you know, how much they've evolved. But, you know, when they get into the sport, you know, you get professionals that come out of it that might not have been the greatest athlete, but they're very smart in the science of everything. Yeah. And then you go to training camps and they simply work on, you need this. This is what's best for you. This is what gives you the most power. Like, science just keeps on evolving also. Mm. So, you know, what they used to tell you back in the day... You know, oh, this would be the best. You know, uh, uh, stretching before you work out, that's the best. Well, now science will tell you you need to warm up a little bit before you stretch, before you go hard. Because when you stretch before you warm up, you're putting a lot of unnecessary um, stretching on cold muscles. And that actually opens you up for pulling muscles or tearing muscles. And we just found that out now. And that, you know, when I first started sports, I was in every sport for every season of every year of my life, pretty much. And it was always stretch first and then work out, you know? But now it's like, no, we gotta gotta warm up a little bit, like, you know, shadow boxing, running around, a little bit of grappling, wrestling, throw the ball a little bit before we stretch. Yeah, yeah. And then stretch. So I'm just... Nowadays, for football players, man, the the strength they have, the shit they're squatting compared to what 
they were squatting back in the day. It's just... And it's not even that. It's even uh, the running, like, the fastest man alive. I was watching insane. this TED Talk where they were saying that the evolution, like, between us, like, 80, 100 years ago to us now is, like, we've evolved to a different species now. That's a, that's a great way to see it. Like, yeah, the fastest man on the planet now is faster than the fastest man was... It's ridiculous. ...years ago. And why? They Beat just them, ran. Like, three times I mean, over, yeah. bro. It's Three times. almost like unnatural, but that's scary. it. They evolve. And it's, it, 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 you know, like, then it doesn't, like, where, where, where does it stop? It doesn't stop in sports. Like, we're evolving as people. Like, it's fucking scary. Like, Are we? I haven't been noticing that. I, we're we're <laughs> part of the evolution, and we just <laughs> die off. <you> know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, but that boxer, there was this uh, fucking, I don't know, he looked so fucking goofy, and he had a face that everybody wanted to punch. Oh, come on. Don't talk about me like that, bro. <laughs> That's my <laughs> His name was Prince Nahim. That that fucking he was a he was a guy from UK. Okay, classy, you know, super swag. Like it was fucking nineties. Like he was just like punt, like dance away from your your punches. You ever seen him? I've seen a few, so I probably sure I might have seen him if he was one of those dancers, those showboaters and yeah. shit in there. How do you handle people like that? Oh uh, man. Like, nah, does, I still would that to get to you? Like, would, would that get to you even a little bit more? God. If it was MMA, no, nah, I'd get to that motherfucker. But in boxing, <laughs> yes, it's like fighting a Mayweather, you know, like, bro, it's irritating shit when you can't punch somebody. And if he's dancing around like that and you can't hit that, you start to get freaking aggravated. He gets into you, and that's why he does it. One is, yeah, it irritates me. It makes me a little mad. So now I'm fighting with anger or emotion. Not a good thing, usually. Some people handle emotion pretty well. Like, they get the anger, and you don't want to get hit by that kind of person. Like, my brother, like, when he get mad, I get scared for my life. Hey, uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. Go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm smoking this weed. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, so emotion gets to you and shit like that, you know. And then in there, so you, you kind of fight out of... Emotions, so you get off of the game plan, and that's where they can catch you. Also, their half, I mean, for me, you get in a fight, and you're stressed out. And when you're stressed out, you fight real tight, and you, you know, there's, you just don't fight at your best. But when you're relaxed, your best comes out. Well, somebody that can so relax that he can dance around like that, you know, I mean, it, it helps him. I'm sure he's just like... Fuck, I don't even know what be going on in his mind. I can't dance in front of these people trying to fight and shit, but... Like, man, that dude must not be really scared right now if he dancing with his hands down and shit like that. But <laughs> if, if he did something where I turned around and he, like, humped me dancing, you know, like you've seen some boxers do, I mean, in the locker room, I'd probably beat his fucking ass. Probably jump him with my, with my posse. I'm not going, bro. You're not going to do that shit to me in front of everybody, bro. <laughs> you think you're just a Timberlake? Yeah. <laughs> Homie, grab your phone. We're going to go beat his ass, bro. Record this shit. Come over here, Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I always wanted to like it, it, watching people like Chris Brown is so fascinating. People like fucking Michael Jackson, the way they dance, and I'm like, why? How could they do it? I can't do it. It so, makes me so fucking mad. I, I, I'm like, right there with you, bro. You know how many times I try to do their dance moves in, t in front of the TV? I'm like, bro, they just, all they do is just move their two feet like this. How come when I go to do it, I fall down? How come bro, my balance ain't right? Like, they, like their arms look like noodles and mine look like <laughs> toothpicks. Like, it doesn't fucking bend right, you know? Like, it doesn't look smooth. Like, how the fuck <laughs> do you do it? 
So I watched uh, I watched uh, Alien Ant Farm. It was Smooth Criminal. They took it from Michael Jackson when I was really young. Uh-huh. And they got in this music video. There's this kid. He wears a bandana and he's doing like uh, he's just doing some like pop popping and shit. You know, some waves and all this. And I saw it and I was like, man, I have to. I have to know how to do this. Like, man, I gotta be able to do this. Like, this was just the coolest fucking thing to me, you know? Probably because I couldn't do it. So, uh, <laughs> man, I watched that video a hundred times and I fucking learned how to do it and shit. And you did it? Yeah, you got your phone or what? You want to, I'll show you right here, right now. <laughs> yeah, It's just me. a quick, just a, it's only like 10 seconds and shit. I haven't done it in a long time, but I learned it simply just watching him and slow, rewind, do again, rewind, do again. And then uh, this is this way I learned it turned into my uh, oh, shit. it turned into my football dance when I score a touchdown. Uh-huh. I scored one touchdown. He's getting up, ladies and gentlemen, and he's in a. Go ahead and do the dance. Oh, and he got the hat too. So how it goes? Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> oh, I was. Oh! <laughs> That's good. I haven't done it. I haven't done that shit since um, shit. I think I did it in eighth grade at the uh, what was that uh, talent con- uh, yeah. talent contest? Yeah, what's it called though? It's a, t- a talent, isn't it? Like yeah. a. Like, all right, let's see what abilities you guys think you have. Yeah, but what, what's it? What? It's a talent it's a showcase. It's a fucking talent. Yeah, but you know there's a I'm name. Got I'm talent. What yeah, the fuck? But... I don't know. <sighs> talent. Talent. You just... <laughs> talent show. Talent show. Talent That's show. what it's called. The talent show. I just, I like that. I just a... <laughs> talent contest. Talent show. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, I did that shit in eighth grade for the talent. Did you win? Show. No, I did it with a couple of other kids. Oh. But no, we didn't. It wasn't a competition back then, bro. If they made a winner, then. Really? Yeah, we just all did it to showcase your talent. You know oh, what I'm I saying? I lost. They told me I lost. <laughs> yeah, you didn't win. <laughs> I did a magic trick one time, too. I thought we blew everybody's minds and shit. They thought we cheated, but it wasn't. We, it was a good magic trick. No. Other than that, I ain't really had no talent and shit. Bro, in eighth grade, I did that dance, and I was practicing for it. Uh-huh. And this kid comes up to me, and I forgot what his name was. I was new to school, eighth grade in Plainfield. I just moved out there. Uh-huh. And uh, the kid comes up to me, and he's like, oh, bro. He goes, we're going to sing uh, uh, Gone by uh, Justin Timberlake. Is it Gone, I think? Yeah, Gone. Gone? yeah Justin yeah. Timberlake. And uh, he's like, oh, man, you want to you jump in with us? We need another guy. I said, no, no, I don't sing, bro. He's like, no, 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 just do that dance while we're singing. And I'm like, yeah, but that like, Michael Jackson dance. Yeah, but it don't even go with the song "Gone," you know. And so I'm like, you doing but I ain't got no friends yet. I just moved here. I'm doing this little dance by myself. I'm like, all right, let's do it and shit. So I sat down and uh, they sucked at singing. And I sat there waiting for my part where I would dance. And uh, before that part even came, the they told us to leave there. Like, no, you guys are done. Like, they sucked at singing, bro. And they're like, well, Chris, why wouldn't you sing? I'm like, I don't sing. Like, at all. I don't sing, bro. You can't How old sing for shit. Here? Eighth grade. So was that 13 or something? 14? You know how bad you have to suck for an adult to say you're wasting time? Dude, they didn't even let us sing. finish for the tryouts. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it was bad, bro. It was, it was fucking bad. I think they were throwing shit at us. Like, <laughs> the teachers were all like, boo, throwing shit at us. It was, it was bad. So then I met another group of people that were dancing in the hallway. And I'm like, hey. 
I just fucked up with these guys. <laughs> Can I jump on your team? <laughs> and all you had is that one move. Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I like, had about like 13 seconds of dancing and that was it. I was like, I need help, bro. Like, So we, they had a group, so they were taking turns, so it didn't look that bad. <laughs> I got to go on like twice in the group and I did the same move. I just switched the moves around. Like I did the exact same backwards. dance. I just like switched. Yeah, like backwards and shit. <laughs> That's all I knew. I told you all I did was watch that music video, bro. I ain't never took no lessons or nothing. All I got was that shit. <laughs> I thought it was cool as hell too. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, that was going to be my touchdown dance, and I only scored, like, one time <laughs> since I learned that. Move. I was like, God damn it. And it was, like, a one-yard touchdown. Like, I can't even dance, dude. Like, it looks stupid. <laughs> I fell into the end zone. Like, fuck. I wanted to do it so bad. Oh, my God. I'm dying. It was that the only... The only time you threw a you had a touchdown, you didn't celebrate it. Yeah, and I didn't even get to celebrate it, bro. It wasn't even a good touchdown. Like, honestly, I felt it was like, <laughs> dude, somebody already got us at the one-yard line. So, I mean, it was pointless. I was really good at football. I just didn't have a whole bunch of breakaways for touchdowns, damn it. <laughs> I get to, like, the two-yard line, they give the ball to somebody else. I say, ah, I was going to dance after this touchdown, damn it. Well, did you at least <coughs> dance by yourself? All the time. After a tackle and shit, I used to dance. I didn't even make the tackle. I just, our team did, and I fucking started dancing because what else am I going to fucking do it? So, I, remember, I remember one time I did it at practice and shit. I scored a touchdown, and there were some cheerleaders dancing over there and shit, and they were looking, and I was like, oh, this is my chance. So I started doing that shit. Coach started yelling at me and shit. Stick around for five seconds. Fuck. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Getting hot in here, huh? <laughs> Fuck. So, what's next for you? Mm. What do you got going on? Nothing's planned, man. Like the, the, So, I did that. So, I did the Concrete Rose. And then just this weekend, I filmed on this um, short film called Festival. Um, man, the Concrete Rose thing, the dude hit out. I, I did the, the film, film flip with Artemio. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what set it off. Dude didn't say that. He said he saw me on a couple. He seen my... Page and he even said he saw me on New Ties. Yeah, yeah. Shout out John, 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 John. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he said he seen me on uh, New Ties and stuff like that. But I think what really caught attention was I did that that skit where we did that film flip scene with Artemio, yeah, yeah. and Artemio was already in Concrete Rose, and then we posted a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said I had a look. He's like, oh, you got this look that I could really use in my film. Yeah, yeah. Said it was like a young Benicio del Toro. Bro, you do look just like him. I don't see it, but I've heard you, it like four or five times, so I gotta you believe it. You don't it. see it. Go in front of a mirror. I, I took pictures and put us against next to each yes. other. Yes. And I'm like, ah, other than us being like the same color, like skin tone, our hair is different, but we got like these wrinkles by our eyes or something. I don't know what it is. Whatever, you I'll take it, bro. He's a bad motherfucker. I will take Puerto it. Puerto Rican, right? Hey, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'll take it. I'm not complaining. I'm doing a survey right now. Do you guys think <laughs> that Chris Haney looks like Benicio Del Toro? Yes or no? A younger version of him. You Let do, me know. Man. Let me know. The day they make a movie I have, to, I have to give you that picture. I got like six pictures of me next to him and shit trying to compare us. People are like, yeah, but I don't know. I so, see uh, it, man. he said I had that look and, and he brought me on. He brought me on that way. Well, so I didn't even really try. I wasn't looking for it. I've been busy working, man. Yeah, yeah, Real yeah. busy working. And then doing this film flip, we already talked about how Ooh. it was just, there was a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And then uh, 
yeah, I'm sitting downstairs and my fucking phone rings. I got an email and I look at it and, and a director for a festival hit me up from backstage. He said he seen my uh, profile on backstage. Forgot all about backstage. That means I'm still paying monthly. I didn't even know that shit. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but I forgot all about that. I haven't even, you know, I don't know. I haven't fucked with it for a long time. And he, he reached out and on backstage messaged me and asked me if I was interested in a role as Billy. And uh, Billy sounds racist. Yep. Yep. It sure as hell was. Okay. So, okay. Just, just, just him reaching out to me on backstage when I didn't apply made me want to do it. I was like, I want to do it. Just, just make me feel good. Yeah. Like, just, he reached out to me, you know, yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. try. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he gave me the lines and shit. Billy racist as shit. <laughs> now, one thing I hate about that is I'm, I'm, I'm white. I'm white and Puerto Rican. But people can tell I'm Puerto Rican. Or they can tell I'm not 100% white. I think most people can't. And now I'm reading this line, this script, and it's a very racist white dude. Uh-huh. Owned slaves and everything, like racist white. So in the back of my head, I'm over here like, God damn it, I don't think this role's for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I just, people are going to look like, wait, yeah. that guy real racist for being yeah. mixed. Like, yeah. that ain't just white. So I don't know, but the guy said we can work with it. He can, he can do it. I did my audition, and I fucking, I think I killed it. They said I killed it, of course, but... Uh, <laughs> Then they called back, they wanted a second audition, and then when I called to do the audition, he said, nah, I just wanted to really tell you, you got the role. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, shit, cool, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, it was racist, bro. I had to, I had to drop the end bomb a couple times, Ooh, and I had to use the hard R. Yeah. The hard R. You have to sell it. If you don't, then you're... you're it was not the hood kind of, N. It nah, was the racist nah. N word. You can't be a pussy. And, uh, man, so we got in there, and I'm like, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if anyone take a personal... Screw y'all. We can fight whenever you want. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's acting, man. You know, everybody in there, it was, you know... I knew it was going to be cool going there because everybody knew the script. Everybody yeah. know what the plan is. Now, I'm a little worried about anybody that watches this film outside of being in the plan uh-huh. because if I did my job right, uh-huh. you're going to fucking hate me. You're yeah, going to yeah, think yeah, I'm yeah. racist if I did my job right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't take that shit personal because <laughs> that was the actor Chris that wasn't that Chris, was, you know. Don't come fucking break my windows and shit and write racist shit on my head. So, so, so when does this project come out? So I don't, actually I don't know. You know, um, I they they only had a couple more scenes, or that was like the last day with a couple of little touch ups. So I think they're they're pretty close uh-huh. to you know getting it all released and shit. So I got there, a couple black people, one young black dude. That's the one I'm gonna get in his face and drop uh-huh. the end bomb on him and shit. Did you warm up to him or did you were like, what's up? Nope, we nope. I didn't warm up. I warmed up with the n word. <laughs> So he took it probably the first time we did it. He was on camera, so probably got a good reaction. I was like, wow, that was yeah, more serious than it sounded like on paper. I like, would have <laughs> taken it personal if you just opened the door and just fucking announced yourself. Oh, shit. So, but we get there, right? Then there's this little girl. She's only like five years old. Uh-huh. She also a little racist and shit. So one of the black dudes in this story, I can't tell too much, but yeah, somebody yeah. dies. Uh-huh. It's a black dude. Yeah. And then this girl's like... Sad because her slave died, uh-huh. and uh, so she got to be like, "Oh, daddy, you know, he, he was a good drop the N word, yeah. you know, da da da." And she only five years old. Yeah, and she got there, and right when we, uh, so first I had to do my line. We're like, "Let's do a dry run," and um, 
Yeah. First, like right now, first like thing, in front of everybody. Yeah, so we're all here. Just, uh, everybody's there, okay? Can we do it in my car? So just, we're at the table, and I'm like, cool, let's do it. You know, I, I want to rehearse so I can get this shit locked down. And first, first word I say, I think, is, uh, or like the first line and shit is like, bullshit, they fucking know. I know they fucking know. And right when I went to go say that, bro, I, I, you couldn't? She was right there and she's only five years old. And I was like, they fucking know. <laughs> if, if I know. And everybody was like, everybody knew. Everybody knew. We kind of stopped and they were like, all right, Chris, you got to really get into it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, just, I got a kid at home and I saw her and I was like, oh, wait, you can't say that word <laughs> like in front of her. So your dad so, brain kicked in. Huh? Your dad yeah, I guess, man. In. It was weird. And then. And then her line was to drop the N-word. And, and she did it. She, stopped, she couldn't at first. She was so, she was like, uh, I don't know about this one word. And what? she was real, like, shy and pointing. And then as she was pointing at the N-word, she was looking at the black people like. <gasps> and they're like, oh, it's all right, honey. It took a, it took a lot of convincing to that get her to say so, it. Like, I it was hard. about it, but that is so tough. Yeah. And I'm happy she knew it was wrong. That's yes, why she that's, was like so, I, I, that's like, this ain't, the right, this ain't the right she fucking understands. word. So there has to be a conversation had before you go to the set. Yeah. You as a parent, like, how do you handle that? Like, let's say the five-year-old is not trying to actively book these roles, right? Right. The parents. Right. Supporting their child and their dreams to want to be an actor. And this is the, the way to go for it. But if you if you were... The, the parent, right? And, and your son gets offered a role. How do you go about that? Like, how, how do you explain to it? Like, I don't even know if I could. Yeah, it's hard because I, I could say, oh, yeah, you know, I can talk to him, but I'm really not in that situation. It's one thing to say, and yeah. then it's another thing that when to you're really be. in there and to do, it's yeah. like, man, and she was so shy. She didn't want to do it, man. She And I don't blame her yeah. at all. And the mom was trying to tell her, like, it's all right. And to be honest, you know, <laughs> The mom was all like, you know, then they were like, do you, do you want to switch the words up? You know, do you want to just say this? And the mom was like, she can do it. You know, the mom didn't want her to be like, she can't do it. Like, she can do it. We just got to let her know. Yeah. She just, she knows it's wrong. And the mom went over there and she's like, we understand. We know this is wrong, but they know you're going to say it, you know. Yeah. And that, you know, did a little convincing and swaying her to do it. But it, it was, it's necessary that she says it, though. It was, it was pretty necessary for yeah, that role. Yeah, yeah. And you know, switching it up wouldn't sound. Wouldn't it wouldn't sound have right. the same impact. Yeah. So, uh, so she was able to convince her to do it and all. And the mom pushed kind of hard to, you know, just wanted her daughter to do what she was. I think the mom understood what that scene meant. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I laugh about it. And I joke about it. I think ultimately, I, if if it's something that my child wants to do, then yeah, I'm gonna go for it. And I would make sure that he commits to no matter what. Or you know, so I. I think I would stand behind the mom and be like, hey, yeah. we're here to do a job. This is the job. Yes. You know, acting is fucking tough. I know. To, it's, you know? And she didn't even say it in a bad way. It's just she said my. Yeah. Like endearing. And, yeah, like, it was. was like yes. an endearing term to her. Like, okay. Dude, like, did you feel like, okay, the only reason I'm asking you this is because I accepted the role of, of uh, John Goodman, I think his name is John Goodman, or maybe that's an actor. That sounds I, like it a sounds fucking like an actor. actor. Yeah. So it might, I didn't accept the role of John Goodman, and his name his name was John, and uh, the the role that I had was an, a white officer who hates uh, black people, and I ended up ultimately killing a child. 
and that child ended up being my son's best friend. I just fucking applied for that role just to apply, but I ended up getting it. Now, I didn't feel like I was right for that role. Not white enough? I'm not white. I'm Puerto Rican. Like, I have no white in me, but I just have the characteristics, or you know? But I couldn't convince myself. It it deserved so much more. Yeah, and that's that problem. Yeah, I didn't want to screw up everything because people weren't believing my role. You know, like, I don't want to be that reason. The new ties, Dorian Johnson, you know, at first it it was all based off pictures, but he wanted me to try to be an Irish... Mafia guy, yeah, and yeah, yeah. dude, I couldn't convince myself. I was like, dude, I just honestly, I, I can't do it, bro. Because I could just see people being like, judging me, you know? Like, man, that guy's not Irish. That's the, I don't want to fuck up your show. I don't want to be the reason, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, man. You know, people base shit off looks when it comes to film. I mean, yeah. if I don't look the role, it's hard to convince somebody that's watching it. But, I mean, there's so many actors that look like anything. Do you fucking think Al Pacino is Cuban? I did in fucking... Uh, Scarface, yeah, right? Yeah, I did Scarface, But yeah. he's fucking Italian as shit. Yeah. But then he threw the accents in his shit. I hadn't, go, I hadn't gone that hard, and I don't Yo, think I could. I, these accents, bro. These accents, Leonardo DiCaprio. Because that, that shit will convince you, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what am I doing that's going to convince yeah. people? Oh, I didn't have it. I tried. I looked up some Irish shit, uh-huh. and I tried to say some Irish things, and I was like, "Nope, I don't sound Irish at all." You know, like, nope. <laughs> Who fuck is this? I can't even do it, bro. I can't. Even, like, people could be like, they'll hear what Conor McGregor says and repeat it like him. Me, nope. I sound like me saying it. You know, like I'm not. I just. That ain't one of my skills. It fucking sucks. I'm not Robin Williams. You know what I'm saying? I don't have you that kind like of... You sound like Joe Pesci complaining. Fuck <laughs> 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 yeah. me. So I, I, you know, that, that's another... There's, there's, different, there's different ways that you can convince the, 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 the crowd, the fans or whatever, that, but the audience. But it, it all starts with you. You have to convince yourself to say, hey... And I wasn't. I was like, done. So, you know, so just some roles that... Now, this one, though, I was like, man, I can do it. I let my fucking beard grow. I let my mustache you grow. Gonna, you know what? The last time I was here with you, bro, you had a weird ass face. Yes, it looked okay. a lot different, right? Yeah, yep. But did it look white? Yes. You, you think look, so? You okay. Looked, you looked really racist. My wife is like, you shave looked, that I shit. thought you were judging me. When I sat here, I was like, he doesn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. He doesn't like me. <laughs> yeah, I've never let my shit grow like that. But, you know, I thought about this role and I'm like, so part of it didn't happen, but I was supposed to be one guy in the role, and then at the end they were gonna flip things, and yeah, then yeah, I was supposed yeah, to be yeah. a clean cut guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, what better than to leave this and then shave it at the end? Yeah, yeah. Then I started going, all right. I'm asking people like, does this make me look white, or does this make me look more Hispanic? And nobody could give me a fucking answer, bro. Nobody could tell me they're like, they it's just because they didn't want it. It's just different. Like they, I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, but do I look more? white or do i look more hispanic because the mustache kind of gave up a hispanic look yeah you but, had a weird tint to it you had a hispanic tint and then it. my hair i don't know if it's like it just didn't look white to me i think i convinced everybody i i think i i pulled it off and shit i, I felt real good when i was in there i felt real confident and uh i wore a hat to try to hide a little bit i had a fucking american flag like trying to be as patriotic as i'm like man how can i dress as white as possible <laughs> I was like, what do white people wear <laughs> racist <laughs> like jeans and a cut off sleeve well, so, is, is like sometimes i like when I, when i when i was doing film i would search weird shit on google 
Like, is there ever a time like like you're searching shit? You're like, man, but somebody's judging the shit out of me if they can read my history. Like, oh, judging man. shit, bro. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm sure I have. I got a terrible memory. I smoke a lot of weed. But what kills me <laughs> is when you type in something stupid or goofy like that, how many results there are. Like, somebody has already been through this yes. shit. Like, there's, there's questions and answers and whole ready. stories a, on that shit. There's comments and stories about I'm it. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Like, how many people are crazy like me, you know? Think this weird shit. <laughs> That's even stranger. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I probably looked up goofy stuff. I didn't this time, but I was ready to fucking type in, like, uh, White people haircuts, white people clothes, and just see what pops up and shit. See if I could base it off of that. Uh, but I don't know. I, I seemed to pull it off. I felt comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. I went in there and and you know we felt like we were acting. You know, I'm in this guy's face, dropping the n bomb, and yeah. I think it went all real smooth, bro. I didn't feel bad because I didn't mean it. Dude yeah. didn't really. He didn't take anything personal. You yeah. know, afterwards we all bullshitted and stuff. Um, that he had his mom there and his brother there. <laughs> I was like, oh man, they're gonna hate me and shit. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think it worked out real good. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of went in there not nervous, just like whatever. They wanted me, I'll just do whatever. So I went in there fucking That's calm dope. and you know what, man? I That's let it dope. go. I got messages from other crew members that were there and the yeah. director saying how how great I did. I had a couple of the people pull me over to the side. It's like I was walking, go to the bathroom, we get some water, and they're like, hey, you're killing it. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, you're killing it. I'm like, I felt good. One of the cameramen is like, hey, I want you on mine too. And I'm like, what? You're what? He goes, I, I, I'm, I produce too. And I'm like, okay. He's like, so I want you on my projects too. I'm like, yeah, cool. Wow. Here's my info. I mean, so I must have. Now, I don't know if I was killing it or everybody else wasn't doing so well. I don't know, but I definitely got a lot of compliments and shit. So well, I was like, I, tell, I felt good. Man. I felt good about that. That is shit. good, man. So, man, only time will tell. It felt good to act again, man. It's been a while. COVID kind of fucked things up, and then I don't know. Just doing that, though, I'm ready to get some haircuts, some new headshots, hit my agent up, like, hey, I'm back. Right. I don't know. Man. Brother, it's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Man, we got to do this more often. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay centered on all Indie Center podcast episodes. If you are an independent creator and have a story to share and want to have a sit down, please email me at IndieCenter.podcast at gmail.com. That's IndieCenter.podcast at gmail.com. If you have sponsorship inquiries, I'd love to help local businesses. Please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. Until next Monday, guys. Peace.